Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Now, as I said, it's pol- it's uh, budget twenty two, and our political correspondent Sean Defoe is on the line to offer a rundown, I suppose, of what's in store. And sure, we know a lot of it. Good morning, Sean. Morning, Jim. We we know a lot of what is is coming down the line this afternoon. But as as they say, and as somebody said to me earlier this morning, the devil is in the detail, or will be in the detail. What have you got for us? Yeah, absolutely. Look, uh, uh, dead right, a uh, devil will be in the detail of a lot of this. And of course, the stuff that leaks out does tend to be rather positive measures, doesn't it? You found it over the last week, the minister is spending billions on this and millions on that. So I suppose the headlines, one the big talking points, probably going to be the cost of living. The, this budget is really being presented as a, a post-COVID budget. There will still be COVID contingency funds in it, but we're really starting to move beyond that. And the cost of living is a big one heading into the winter now for people. So on that front, I suppose the social protection budget is going to be really the biggest one. It's a bigger budget than we expected. It's going to be somewhere in the region of circa 600, 700 million euro and more when the Christmas bonus to social welfare is paid, although some of the money from that is coming out of the budget 2021 funds, it's a little bit muddled. In reality what it will mean for people is that anyone on the state pension is going to get a €5 rise a week. Anyone on other uh, core social welfare payments, so job seekers allowance, parents allowance, things like that uh, they're going to see a €5 a week rise as well. And then you've got some more targeted social protection measures. Usually you get one or the other in the budget. You either get the across the board fiver or a few targeted measures that have been done the last few years. This year we're getting both. So the likes of the back to school allowance is going to go up by uh, 10 euro a week. The living alone allowance is going up by 3 euro. Uh, You're going to see some uh, fiddling with the criteria for carers allowance, which should bring a lot of, I suppose, the hidden carers, people who may be uh, one of the one of the couples, uh, one of the people in a couple is a carer and the other is working and earning a decent wage, so previously they haven't been able to get carer's allowance, but yet are still caring full-time. A lot of those people are going to be brought into the net and benefit from it. And the upshot, uh, according to the government at least, is they say that the most vulnerable people to, to fuel poverty as we head into this uh, winter will be up about €13 euro a week, so they'll get the fiver on the pension, the fiver on the fuel allowance, and €3 euro on the living alone allowance. Now, of course, the contrast to that is that also in this budget, the carbon tax is going up by 750 a tonne. So that is going to make that fuel more expensive. From midnight to night, filling a tank of diesel will be about 150 uh, more costly. For a tank of petrol, about 130, 90 cents on a bag of coal. And you're going to see also increases on uh, gas and home heating oil as well, all coming in from midnight. So while uh, they are giving with one hand, it is to meet international rising costs and also what they're taking in the carbon tax in the other. Well, as you say, it's it's billed as uh, two strands, if you like, protecting the vulnerable and then our, our climate emission targets and so on. The five euro, Sean, uh, targeted at social welfare, that's going to be hoovered up by the carbon taxes. Uh, pretty much. I think a lot of that is uh, you are going to be moving forward to stand still in many cases. Uh, the carbon taxes itself, you're probably talking about the fiver meeting the cost of that, but then also factoring in the international pressures that are being put on electricity um, on the likes of the gas pipeline coming from Russia, for example, is seeing the energy companies putting up their prices as well. So I think the two combined uh, probably, it's hard to tell at this stage whether you'll be better off or worse off. My money would lean probably towards slightly worse off, but a lot of the costs will be mitigated by what's going in uh, today for at least the most vulnerable. Uh, some of the other measures, I suppose, for people who don't fall into any welfare category, who are on 
a little bit more money. There is going to be indexation of the tax bands. And what that means in English is that the point at which people pay the higher rate of income tax is going to be raised at the moment. It's 35,300. That's going to be raised by 1,500 euro to 36,800. And for someone who is on, let's say, 40 grand a, um, a year, what that will mean is effectively 8 euro a week back into your pocket and net once once that change has happened. There are three things that jump out at me. The 50% reduction in public transport fares for young people up to an age of 24, that, that's, that has to be good. That is good, and that's one of the measures that was brought in uh, very last minute, actually, that, that it came out. So this is a, minister, a, a move by Minister Eamon Ryan to get more young people on public transport and to make it more affordable. So essentially there will be a new uh, type of allowance or a leap card or something that will allow the 19 to 23-year-olds, it'll stop at your 24th birthday, uh, to claim 50% off, and students will also get that discount up from the current discount they already have, and of course there are discounted rates then for, for people 18 and under. It cost about £25 million in 2022, but it probably won't be in effect until the middle of 2022. So there's a few months to go at the full rate yet. Uh, but ministers and, and people I've been speaking to behind the scenes saying it's to make it more affordable for young people, but also then to build in the habit of using public transport for young people in the hope that then they'll stick with it. Maybe they won't buy a car because it's more affordable for them to take public transport to work or to college or wh- wherever. And that will all feed into to the climate target. Well, I think a lot of people will see that as a standout initiative. The other good initiative is the... Um the carers allowance uh, that will bring more, many more people into the um, eligibility for carers allowance that has to be a good thing yeah i think so as well that's that, that's another good move uh, we're again the devil is in the detail for exactly yes. how you qualify but it's going to be in relation uh, to the, the eligibility to what you can earn so I, I from what i understand it's going to be uh, previously if you had more than twenty thousand euro in savings you were disqualified from it that's going to raise from uh, twenty thousand to fifty thousand and the amount that you could have coming in uh, per week in terms of a wage uh, that that threshold is also being raised so it should bring a lot more people into that and a lot more people I think the pandemic has shown us uh, we have a huge reliance on carers in this country and carers within the home not just professional carers so for them to, to actually get something maybe for all the, the hard work that they do I think is a good thing Now there's additional spending uh, built into today's budget uh, we're led to believe uh, in, in the whole area of housing and that's on top of the housing for all plan that was uh, revealed a few weeks ago and in that uh, is the extension am I right, in the Help to Buy scheme? That's right. So the, that, that's actually coming from the Department of Finance because it's a tax measure, but in the overall housing package. So the Help to Buy is being extended by a year at its current €30,000 rate, obviously the increased rate from the year before. You're also going to see about €600 million Euro total overall budget for the Department of Housing to start putting in place the housing for all plan that they announced uh, to much fanfare a couple of months ago. So that brings the Department of Housing budget to around €4 billion, which I'm sure you'll hear Minister O'Brien say is an unprecedented level is higher than it's ever been before. The other uh, standout figure, I suppose, in the Department of Housing budget so far is $194 million towards homeless services. Now, that is actually down on last year. It was over $200 million last year, but the Department says last year was obviously an exceptional year. With COVID, they were uh, providing a lot more support that had to provide them in different conditions given the pandemic. And if you take this year's figure of, uh, of $194 million, it is $24 million up on the last previous comparable year in 2019. Um, so they are saying overall a rise, even if it, if it is slightly down on last year's number. A number of weeks now after the Housing for All plan was, was uh, revealed, what sense are you getting within uh, Leinster House and outside that this plan is going to work? Because Minister O'Brien, he really, and he was with us here in studio, he was really gung-ho about this plan. He sounds like a man totally convinced 
and uh, on, on the right road as far as he's concerned. I think Minister O'Brien is totally convinced, and I'm sure he was on your show, and I'm sure he was. uh, He has been in other interviews when you talk to him. He is convinced that the right way to go, and that this is going to make a difference, and and fully and strongly backs uh, his policies. There's kind of two other moods really floating around Leinster House. Uh, One is that this is just totally not going to work, and we're we're not going the right way around. This is putting money back in developers' pockets, uh, and not going to make the substantial difference that we need. And the other is sort of a, a kind of holding wait and see. They're hoping that the the minister's package is actually going to work, that there are going to be decent incentives for people to build and that the state is going to intervene at a level that is sustainable financially, but also makes a difference for people. So that they're the kind of three moves of being around. You'll hear a lot of criticism, no doubt, from the opposition today that there's not a huge amount in this budget for renters, and so far from the leaks, there isn't a huge amount in for renters, but there are some more tinkering around the margins. So for the likes of um, the vacant sites levy is going to be changed. It's going to be more of a vacant sites tax now whereby if a developer or builder has a site that is fully serviced and provided with water and also has planning permission and is sitting on it not doing anything, I think the tax is going to be in around 3% of the value of the site uh, per year. So that is a bit more a teeth to that policy, if you like, to try and get the building. Now, all this that we're going to hear today, it's on the back of a very positive growth forecast for the next year from the central bank. Yeah, look, a lot more positive than I think a lot of people yes. would have expected. So we, it does look as though there is going to be good growth over the next year. The figures in relation to tax, for example, taken last week were a lot better than we thought they were going to be. So now the government's uh, deficit is expected for 2021 to be 13 billion instead of uh, 20 billion. So that's obviously a good thing. But the national debt is now forecast to be 218 billion at the minute, and that will be 230 something million by the time this tax year is done. So we have to kind of keep an eye on that as well while the economy is is going uh, going well and there is a strong recovery going yesterday. So the, the new pub figures where the amount of people claiming the pandemic unemployment payment uh, was down below 100,000 for the first time. A lot of indicators things going the right way, but still that note of caution and no doubt you'll hear a bit of that in the speech later where there will be a Brexit, or a, not a Brexit reserve fund, and although we might need that again, that's another discussion, uh, but a, a COVID reserve fund okay. in today as well. Let's go back to the carbon tax on fuel for a second. Have you heard anything from any of uh, the, the, the officials in Leinster House about the concept of ring fencing? Yes, well, it has been talked about, definitely, and Minister Eamon uh, Ryan talked about it about ring Are we likely to hear anything today? I, I think we will, yeah, I think we will. Now, what that is going to be ring-fenced towards is the key question, because we, we've heard this a lot with the carbon tax. We've heard that it will be ring-fenced for uh, climate mitigation measures, ring-fenced for public transport now. We've heard some of it will be ring-fenced towards making sure that people aren't totally swamped by the rising cost of fuel. But of course, you can only ring fence something really once if that's what you're actually going to do. So where that money is directly going and where that revenue raised is going to be used, I think it's going to be really important. So it does look as though, certainly the suggestion in the last couple of weeks has been that the increase in the fuel allowance and the expansion of the eligibility of the fuel allowance is what the extra revenue okay. from the carbon tax will be going towards. Because it will add credibility to the whole Green Party agenda and it will strengthen their argument towards uh, that, that end. Um, very, very quickly, alcohol cigarettes unlikely to be touched? Cigarettes are going up uh, 50 cents okay. on a 20... 20-pack cigarettes and a, a pro-rata increase on tobacco, but the alcohol is being left alone largely because of the, the tourism sector still being in so much trouble. We just want to add something else on top of that. Any word on the pandemic bonus? 
And no, that's not going to be today. They have uh, kicked that out after promising it to too many people and having such a big headache. It's going to come out of money from 2021, uh, they say, so they don't need to use the 2022 budget, but I don't expect to hear anything on that today. Now, we're, uh, the Minister is on his feet, uh, Minister for Public Expenditure first on his feet at about one o'clock this afternoon, is that correct? Uh, I think it's Minister for Finance to go first and then, okay. and then Michael McGrath afterwards. So about 40, uh, usually 45 minutes of a speech each, so hopefully by half two we should have all of the measures wrapped uh, well in time for the three o'clock bulletin. So if you stay tuned here to South East Radio News, uh, we'll have updates uh, continuing this afternoon and here on Morning Mix, we'll have an overview of that budget uh, on tomorrow morning's Morning Mix. Any other surprises before I let you go that, that you think might uh, emerge that rumblings but no, nothing confirmed? Um, the surprise is a kind of a little thin on the ground. We know a huge amount of a childcare. We want a lot of people be watching. There is going to be a scheme in there, 100 million euros. Yes. The, the details of the tourism scheme, again, another 100 million euro uh, for tourism and for the uh, the kind of arts sector. And there's, there's, there's going to be a few little ones. The one that I particularly like uh, that are going to be in there, and I expect there to be quite a few of these. They don't cost a huge amount of money, but have a, a quite significant impact. It's from the Department of Social Protection. There's going to be a new grant. Uh, for people who lose their hair due to the likes of cancer, or alopecia because buying wigs as anyone I suppose know who know who uh, know someone who's, who's been through cancer that, that can be actually quite expensive and covering a lot of that expenses so there's going to be a new grant that way and there's also going to be an increase to the amount of parent leave uh, that young parents can take so a little bit in this budget for young people well there well. seems to be a few innovative ideas in there this afternoon in fairness it does. I think there's a few, like the, the public transport one is particularly innovative, and um, there's a few of them there that I think a lot of people are, are actually going to like. There's a lot to be given away here, you know. This is uh, probably the most giveaway budget we've seen for quite a few years. So there's lots of nice little bits there, but the big question is going to be, does it address the big picture issue? Well, we, does we, it address the cost of living and housing? They're we, two of the big ones yeah, I think a lot of people be watching. We won't mention the piper, but the piper always likes to be paid, but that's that's for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, everything comes to you in the end, exactly, you know, unfortunately. Exactly, you know, yeah. Death and, death and taxes is busy. Uh, exactly. Thank you very much indeed. That was our political correspondent there, Sean Defoe. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.